What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Heroes for Sale podcast. My name is Adam. I am your host. So on today's episode, the Collegiate Draft Prism design. Well, actually, the product has been released, not just the design. The product has been released. Uh, and I don't know, you know, I don't know how, if if Panini runs on like a cycle of how they have, since all the designs are different, I'm wondering if they run on like a theme cycle, like if if they say all the products from this draft class to uh, the next draft class, and I don't know if they would have a start and end point. Uh, let me see, 2019 Panini Prism Draft Kyler Murray. I think that would probably, I don't see, I'm not even 100% sure. I don't, maybe they didn't have. Uh, who else would have been in that? It, Murray would have been. So, yeah, okay, so they did have Panini Prism draft last year. Um, and maybe the, you know, I'm not sure, you know, this year, because it just feels like this year's Prism, Prism cards have been very, uh, they've, they've been, They've had a lot going on in the design, in my opinion. Like, they... Uh, they've had a lot of... Not elements. Like... I don't know. It felt like 2018 was simpler. Um, and these last... I mean, I guess it would be two year and a half-ish. The designs feel like they have been trying to add elements to the design that seem like they're not super necessary um and i mean this this the prism draft for football this year is like uh, how do i want to put it it's like i mean it's complicated it's like a it's it's like a there's they still have the like swoop they must you know they have the swooshing element so i'm guessing that must be a piece that they wanted to include in most of the designs. Cause if you look at like baseball, prison baseball, you look at football and basketball and then even collegiate basketball, uh, they all have like this, the swooping kind of lines. Um, and the, the renderings of the cards, I don't think do, do the, I don't think they do them exact justice. Like, for prison basketball, the designs definitely look a lot better in person. Same with football. I think the football designs look better in person. Um, and I don't I'm not sure. Like, I saw the design for football, and it seemed... I feel like for football was the first one that, like, seeing the card once it actually got printed and, like, scanned and put on eBay, it was... It looked very similar. Um... But I'm just wondering, like, so this, in in theory, there other than uh, Prism Baseball, there wouldn't be any other Prism cards coming out. So you got, I think Prism Baseball comes out in May. So then Prism Football, I think Prism Football comes out in September, maybe? Actually, I'm going to look that up. Uh, Panini Prism... Panini Prism Football. Because 
this would then be until next year. This would be basically uh, the end of this style design. So I think we're going to see a different style for the next one. Uh, let's see. October. Okay, so we still have a little bit. So like from May until October is what is the difference between when Prism is coming out. Uh, the last Prism Baseball and then the newest... Actually, sorry, no. Prism Collegiate Basketball comes out before that. Uh, Prism uh, Basketball Draft. That probably comes out over the summer, if I had to guess. That probably is like an August product. Uh, let's see. I'm looking at the article right now that says... That's also October. Okay, so... Um, I guess, I don't know, I was wrong there. So, another October product. So, yeah, so from May until October is, I would, I mean, they're probably putting the actual, the actual cards into production for October. They must probably be putting them in at some point early August, if I had to guess. So that means the design is probably going to be done at some point in July, I'm not sure when they started putting out the previews for this stuff, and I I would guess that it's probably after the draft. Probably at some point. Cause, yeah, because I think they, they wait until the draft, so it's... Actually, I don't know, now that I'm thinking about it. I don't exactly know. But so, basically, this year's Prism has been definitely an interesting design. Uh... A little bit, I think they, it's a little bit more than I like, to be honest. I think they, they really tried to go in a completely different direction. I think, and I think also Prism is like an interesting product because like, it's the main stable, like for basketball and for football, but there's like six or seven different, um, and there's then there's also draft football. There's also draft basketball. There's also uh, EPL is another one. Um, then there's also baseball. So there's like the Prism brand. There's like six different products that Prism comes out with. So they have to come out with different designs for each of the ones. And you know, I'm I'd be interested to see like if they oh no. We got some ducks again. Can you just... Maybe if I walk over there, I'll scare them. Go. Go. Get out of here. Get out. Okay, he's not intimidated. He's not intimidated at all. Maybe he'll just... Okay, so I'd be interested to see if... Would things change if Prism used the same design for all the products like maybe even i guess maybe if even if they wanted to if they wanted to split up college and pro so like epl mlb football base basketball if they wanted to oh, actually now that i'm thinking about it, i think they even had hockey prism which i don't i think now that i'm thinking about it prism nhl but I don't think they... I'm not sure if it... I think it was like a reduced checklist, if I'm not... Yeah, okay, so they did have Prism NHL as well. So, for all the sports, they had Prism. Um, and I'm actually going to look at... Let me see. 
I mean, they had the cap, uh, capo, caco. He, um, let's see. So I can't even find the checklist for this, and I think there, I think it's reduced to the point where it's like, I think there's only, oh here we go, autographs checklist. There's, yeah. So from okay, so from Prism Hockey, it's like only three players. I think they signed some exclusives with some of the uh, draft players. So these the draft players, they players from this year that are rookies, because it looks like all three of them are rookies. Um, actually, two two of them because one of them is a Rangers card, and then the other one's a Team Finland card. So it looks like even Prism. And then I'm also looking at the design. It doesn't particularly look like they use the swooshes, but it does look like they kind of use the same like border elements and kind of uniqueness that goes into the design, similar to some of the other products. Um, so. I guess it's it's a little bit different because like Topps doesn't do that. They don't. They only are really making baseball. So, like all of their. I I mean, actually no. So they do uh, soccer, and they do UFC as well. So, and if I'm not mistaken, I think the they do use that's they use the same flagship design for. A multitude of for for some of the NHL design for some of the no sorry for some of the uh, UFC and I think they may already they may also have the WWE license if I'm not mistaken now that I'm thinking about it uh, but so they, they they have used but yeah UFC I think they do because I remember seeing a Conor McGregor card with the flagship design so they do use like the flagship design throughout other sports so I would be interested to see like if Prism ever would do that Um, because they like they do use like they do have like a collegiate a collegiate product you could say like a I'm putting collegiate because it's not necessarily it's more like minor leagues uh, for tops and that uses the flagship design like the pro debut cards, which, you know, I'm interested in, but I don't know exactly what angle I would have to take for myself. I, I'm not sure the angle that I would have to look at for those cards. Like, I don't know if it would be, like, the first pro debut card or if it's, like, the last one before they get to the majors or if it's, like, the one that's in the same season as their rookie card. Like, yeah, I don't exactly know. I mean, I think... It's kind of it's cool that they put the minor league teams and they give them some uh, some love on those cards. I think that is one way that I think is smart for for tops kind of to try and get some of the like prospects more known uh, and more known than like the, their Bowman cards. Um, and I, you know. I also would be interested in talking to somebody at, like, Topps and Panini because, like, well, Panini, they pretty much, um, they pretty much, uh, you they, so they use content on Instagram. Like, if you 
tag Panini in a post, there's a good chance that they'll repost it. Uh, but, like, for Panini, they, uh, they acknowledge the secondary market, which I think is kind of interesting. Like, I think the Panini blockchain card is one way that they basically acknowledge that there's a secondary market because they're just like, well, there, there is a secondary market for these cards. Like, why not just sell the block? Why not just sell National Treasures, uh, the design? Why not just sell it, like, as its own, as a, as a single card? Which, you know, I don't, I don't know, like, if that waters down the National Treasures brand if they continue to do that, um, or like, like, cause we've seen some sales of these cards and on the secondary market, these cards that are sort of supposed to be like the secondary market cards, a lot of them are a pretty good flip. Like there's an RJ Barrett that I think was bought for like 2,800 and it, the person did also get it graded, but they bought the RJ Barrett and then they and they got it graded, and I think it even came. I didn't even think it came back good. I think it came back like an eight or something, which is kind of interesting to me. Like, like why, like how? First of all, like if it's a car that's coming direct from Panini, like what could you have done to make it an eight? Like I'd be interested to talk to the person that got it graded because, like, I mean, it came it came back an eight. Or did it? Sorry. I'm actually... Uh, now I just want to make sure. Because I think... Because there was a silver label. And now I remember seeing the silver label. And I thought the silver label was 8. But it could be 9. So hold on. I am looking that up right now. But either way. I think the point is still... The point still stands. Like... I can't imagine that person took the card... 8.5, sorry. So, I mean, the point still stands. Like, I can't imagine the person took, like, the card out of the case before sending it to get graded or, like, whatever. But, and actually now I'm looking at the, like, corners. The corners got the worst, got the worst grade on the card, which got, that, that's got an 8. Like, the centering, 8.5. Like, also, what, what do you mean centering got an 8.5? There's one of these cards. How is that, how is that possible? I don't, like that seems like a that seems like a calculated thing. Like that seems like something that like sure we're gonna put these cards out that are national treasures, but you know, also it's like centering. Like how are they? Deter- I guess oh, actually, so there's borders on the card. There's borders on the bottom of the card. So that's how they determine. But like, I mean, unless there's unless they literally only made one of the cards, that's the only way that I could see that card coming back with an eight and a half centering like edges surfacing both got nine and a half which i mean look that makes sense if the person didn't take it out of the case but then if they didn't take it out of the case or they did like how does that how does the how do the corners then get an eight like it it doesn't the, the whole the whole grade of this card does not doesn't make sense because like some of the stuff just isn't adding up but okay sorry that's i'm kind of off the point here uh so I forget what even the original point was. I think the original point was that Panini basically has acknowledged that the secondary market exists. Tops has not necessarily. Um, 
but I would be interested to see what, um, shoot, now I don't, hold on. I think, I think probably the point was just that I, I'd be interested to talk to somebody and see what they think about the secondary market, um, from either the card companies. I mean, obviously Panini is, is, acknowledges it, um, Another company that does that is SGC. Uh, if you go to their Instagram, there's a LeBron post about um, one of their cards, I think, uh, that they graded. That was a LeBron rookie that they said estimated value was $400,000 plus. Um, that's probably just based off of comps. Uh, another thing that I thought was interesting that SGC did was they've been kind of throwing some shots at Beckett and PSA. Um, because, and I don't know if they necessarily, I, you know, I'd be interested to see what their strategy was um, going into this time where they're going into the, I don't know, I'm not, I'm not even going to really get into the whole point, but like, one of the things was, like, when every second counts, count on SGC. And that's obviously talking about how long it takes. But then also, I mean, this one is pretty clear. Uh, they, they they said, uh, want to sell your cards before 2024? And, I mean, that's obviously a shot at how long it takes to get cards graded from Beckett and PSA. Uh, because of, the, because literally just because of how long it takes. But, like, I mean, right now... Beckett and PSA are closed, I think. So I'm not 100% sure, like, where... Like, I would say SGC has probably some of the best overall social media of any of the uh, card companies. Like, because some of the times they'll... Like, when they get cards graded, they'll use those cards on their... Um, for their content. And actually, I think it's a good move. I mean... Like, there's a Michael Jordan card. Um, there's... Also, the thing that SGC does that's super cool is they do the... Uh, the thing where you can get your cards photographed, like, seller-ready. Uh, you can get the cards... You can essentially get the cards graded, and then they take the scans for you, so that way you can sell them immediately. Which, I mean, I guess is sort of maybe the point when you're getting cards graded, but it could just be that you want to get them graded to keep, but they, they are, they do a thing where they scan in the cards, which I think is really cool. Um, I think they, I think they did a cool job. I mean, I'm looking at their, Insta their Instagram right now and they, they did like a, a thing with the Red Sox trade. That was cool. They did a cool post there. Um, they do like, did you know facts? I think that's kind of cool. Uh, they do, like, show updates. I mean, I think they're doing social media pretty well. I think they, compared to, I don't know, I think Panini does it pretty well. As, Panini does it well because they they acknowledge kind of secondary market stuff. Uh, Tops has also started to do some reposting, which I think is good on their part. Like, they, But they are definitely more focused on people posting pictures of cards like if people are posting pictures of cards on their story they'll repost it not necessarily uh content stuff which i think i mean at least they're engaging in the community which i think is really smart um i mean also it's just i think i've said this in the past like 
just reposting something like if you're if you're tops or your panini even just reposting something like i still feel it's still nice to see when panini reposts some of my stuff um and i mean i'm already obviously a fan of panini but like if you were i mean if you're just a normal person sorry that's not what I meant to say. If you're just a person posting, con- not post, not like a content person, like from my, like I'm talking, like from me, uh, I'm posting content. But if you're just somebody who just uses their Instagram as like a personal Instagram, and you are just posting your cards and tops reposted, that's like super cool. Uh, like it's it's similar to like if it when uh, celebrities or someone tweets back at you, it's like a cool, cool thing. And I mean, I still think it's cool. Um, so, like, I mean, I think that's something that Tops is doing that's a good thing. Um, let's see. I think that's pretty much all I had. I mean, Prism, Prism Draft. I mean, I think the design is cool for football, at least. And I think this is the last, other than, and then, sorry, in May, you'll have Prism Draft, or Prism Baseball. And then I think we start a new cycle. Cause I, oh, actually, you know what? Um... EPL draft e- or EPL prism came out in September. So from May to September, I keep tra- keep closing the gap there, and I keep forgetting prism products that came out. So prism prism EPL came out in September. Uh, so that's something. And yeah, so I mean that's all I got though. So everybody, hope you enjoyed this episode. I'll see you in the next one. Uh, Instagram, TikTok, here's for sale. You know the drill. Uh, everybody, have a good day.